that the process of blessing water is not uh, some little airy-fairy granola girl idea. (laughs) It's a real thing, what we're doing here this morning. It's a real thing. And this water will be used to bless people and, and places throughout the next year. So I invite you to approach this process with a little bit of reverence and to do so with a light and open heart. I invite you to see that the people that are here in your community, whether you're here for the first time or you're here for the 31st time or the 101st time or even more than that. Some of you have been around for 30 years or more. No matter how many times you've been here, I invite you to experience in a renewed way, the love and connection that you have with this community to recognize that we come together often and regularly because we're strengthened together, because we grow together, because we feel less isolated and alone in the world when we remember that we're kindred hearts. So I invite you to be in that presence. And for some of us, It's easy to stand up here and talk. For some of us, it's not. Sometimes the people who say the fewest words or who say nothing at all have exercised a, a very massive amount of courage to make the walk from their seat up to this place. So I ask you also with one another to recognize that and to honor each other. And no one is obligated to come up. You come up when you're ready. If someone should come up before you, the seats on both sides of the aisles are open. Just take a seat and you can be the next person up. And it happens very gracefully and very graciously. The water that we bless today has two purposes. One is to do what happened in the Grand Canyon. To carve away what is not needed powerful force, water. Water will break down things that nothing else will break down. So when we bless something, we are blessing it to remove the impurities. Someone told me this weekend, the key to a good sermon is what you take away after you write it. The key to a good blessing is what is removed or transformed to make space for what is coming to make space for the blessing to be received. So first, the water is there to remove what is unnecessary, to transform what is necessary and needs to be in a different form and to be a carrier for the light of the holy in all the different ways that we see that. So keep that in mind as you're pouring this morning. You cannot do this wrong, even if it spills on the floor. It's okay. And I'm going to pour first and then I'm going to sit down. As I pour, I'm going to ask you to repeat some words after me. These uh, these words were taught to me at this particular retreat. They're actually a chant, Connie. Someday I'll sit in private with you and try and sing it, but I'm not going to do that this morning. (laughs) Um, They are the words of a Kuan Yin chant. And uh, Kuan Yin is the goddess of compassion. Um, And the words are eyes of compassion, 
observing sentient beings, assemble an ocean of blessings beyond measure. So the gift that I offer this morning to this community and the harvest that I share is a deeper understanding of compassion as an opportunity to to be more spacious when I find myself in judgment or concern to step into a compassion that says there is room in the world for this too. This too can be brought into the arms of love exactly as it is in this moment. I invite you to come up as you feel called. This gift of water was given to us by a spiritual lady in our community in the woods. I understand it comes from many parts of our planet. So Phyllis's hopes and prayers with me are that this water, as it's mixed with all others, can help cleanse hates and angers that you may feel or someone may feel who's blessed with this water. Take away the, the greed and hostilities one might feel, wash it away and make all of those that are touched by it a more complete and whole individual and renewed. This summer, Clark and I went and worked with the firefighters down in La Vida. And while we were there, the rains came. And so this is my gratitude for the rains that came and helped put those fires out. And may the rains come and help the fires in California as well. I'm honored that the water that sustains me when I'm biking, hiking, working out in the yard can contribute to help sustain this community as it goes forward. Ariana started by saying everybody comes together at harvest to confirm they are community. Three weeks ago, I flew out to join and come together with my family community at Shaver Lake in California for a week. I and my, my daughter's uh, family and my four grandchildren, some from North Carolina, some from Los Angeles, four years to 11 years, all created 
family community together. They got to know each other better and kind of came to love each other more being there. They climbed on rocks and sat at a bonfire and went out after dark and sat in the silence of Shaver Lake. So this water is the spirit of joy from that week and every week, I'm sure, at Shaver Lake. I'm struck by the words of the chant that you learned. Um, I'm envisioning penguins walking on ice, and I'm envisioning the birds in the bird bath in the backyard. And I recognize that this water is already blessed in many, many ways by all the living critters, us included, on our water planet. And my wish is that everyone would just Take the time to recognize the spirit in that, in that act of the birds bathing and the penguins walking, and recognize that that water has recycled through the millennia. They walked in this water, and that's amazing. So my hope is that we'll all recognize that and really take care of this resource, which really is life. What came to my mind is a while back in California, we went on, I took my two daughters, we'd go bike riding, they'd have their smaller bikes, and they got very thirsty. There were no water bottles, there was nothing. But there were kind neighbors that had a hose. Oh, they were just, it was so wonderful to drink the water out of the hose. So I am grateful that they had that kind of upbringing um, when they were younger and I pray that we recognize that we need to honor something more than going to the store and getting a couple water bottles we, which is fine because that's our life right now but I'm just saying the, the, the generosity the freedom of what we needed was there so I take this water in gratitude um, for them and I hope for us to do the right Thank you. I have a very small apartment and it's lined with bookshelves. And there are four different locations in my apartment where there is a bottle of water sitting on a bookshelf. Um, it sits there until I grab it and drink it, and then I go get another one and put it there. So you know, it rotates around, yeah. 
Um, water is an inspiration for me. I am a writer, and so I am bringing water here from Angafar, Mutoa, and Ngawa. Those are three made-up planets in my science fiction novels. <laughs> I am wishing inspiration for us all. Almost exactly a, a year ago, I was living in Atlanta, and I, I got really sick, and um, I couldn't figure out what was happening. So I came back here to my hometown to kind of work it out, and I found out that I had Lyme disease. And um, through being here in a really safe and sacred space to me here in Colorado Springs, my home, um, I was led to find the right resources to, to figure it out and get treatment. And um, so my intention at um, Christmas time, which I wasn't supposed to make, was to, to get better. And uh, I'm very pleased to say that I am healed and it's completely out of my system. And so this is water from my tap right here in Colorado Springs because there's plenty of sacredness to the water here. So my wish and my blessing is um, healing for anyone who seeks it. thinking at this time of all the animals that are out in nature that have been affected by the fires in California and, and here in Colorado and reminded of something that I read on Facebook this past week that if we are so inclined because water is such an essential need for all of us including the animals, that, that if we are so inclined, um, because the animals are moving away from the areas where the fire are, uh, we have seen a lot of them come through our communities, and they need water. And so if you wish, uh, this Facebook said that we should put out water for the animals. Uh, so that they can move on to where they need to be. So that's what this water is for this morning. I don't have a story, but um, my blessing is that this water provides uh, love, light, and laughter, and provides the growth of the God I am throughout the entire community.
I'm struck as the water goes in here, the music that it makes. And as a musician myself, and coming from a musical family, we're so blessed here to have Connie write and provide all of the wonderful music we have. And so I want us to be aware when the water falls over the rocks and into this vessel with the music that it makes. I bring water of gratitude. I recently have been coming, and I just want to thank all of you for being so welcoming and helping me feel like I have a place here. So thank you. Water is healing. It, um, about a month ago, I caught my finger in one of those uh, push and pull uh, water valves and was shocked when I looked down to see just a square half inch of skin was totally gone. And so um, in 14 days, it was completely covered except for one tiny hole. And uh, there was no line where the, uh, uh, where the patch was. It was beautiful how water helped that heal. Water is life. I love it when I water a dead-looking plant and it flourishes and comes back and maybe grows three times larger than it was in a short time. Um, in February, I started attending a parents' Al-Anon group and um, felt um, very supported by prayers for my family and my son here and um, uh, have experienced, actually May was the darkest month, I think, um, but um, this water represents water from Crested Butte where our family took a little vacation and I took my son to fish in one of the mountain lakes. And um, so I guess the water is for the scary experience of um, surrendering into um, a power greater than myself when I felt I was surrendering the most important thing to me. And... Um, and gratitude for the incredible healing and spiritual growth for myself as well as for my family in ways I could never have written the script for, even though I was trying very hard to write the script myself. 
Mark saw this bottle and asked if it was beer. Um, it's not. It's spring water from Twin Spring, which is the closest spring in Manitou to my home. And the amazing thing about the springs in Manitou is you can't turn them off. You know, you're used to filling your bottle and going, okay. It just keeps on flowing. Um, and to me, this is like our connection to source. Um, we might get clouded, we might forget it's there, but it never actually turns off. So for our community, I um, bless this water with deepening connection with ourselves, with each other, and with source. And with this water, I bring my joy and gratitude for the Rocky Mountains that we get to see every day, uh, the glistening light and the great nurturance. My daughter was born in my bedroom um, into a large pool of water. Uh, she was held under the water until my husband could give her a kiss and bring her out to take her first um, breath of air. For me, water truly is life. Um, may this water bless this community with life, love, and laughter. The body is an amazing organism. What happens when you're dehydrated? Your body knows to take water from other parts of your body and send it to the brain so that you have clarity. So this water symbolizes clarity. I'm truly honored to have stumbled across this ceremony today. I had no idea this is what I would be finding. And I keep getting this message in my life of meeting people where they are. Uh, and as your pastor was saying, opening up and giving love and abundance right there. And especially in this divisive time, I'm really wanting to remove the blocks in my life that are causing me to be judgmental and not see the humanity in everyone. So I'm hopeful that this is going to solidify that intention. And thank you all for this community. I'm one of those people Ariana was talking about who's not a great public speaker, so. Uh, but 
water to me is, is a sacred thing. It's life. And uh, I invite you all kind of to think about the idea that when you go in your kitchen and turn on the faucet, it's like there's water there. But think about the idea that you turn on the faucet and there's nothing there. Uh, I thought as Ariana was talking about that when they do these space probes, they send it out to Mars or wherever, and what are they looking for? They're looking for water. We have our oceans, but we're not taking really good care of them. It's life. So, and water to me is, it, I can meditate with it. If I sit by a stream and just listen to the water, it gives me peace and helps me connect with spirit. And um, I think that's mostly what I want to say. It's a very sacred thing. One of my favorite things probably is to pitch my tent by the stream and crawl in my sleeping bag and listen to the stream all night long. Uh, so there are many places in the world where they cannot turn on the spigot and get water they can drink. They're lucky if they have it to drink at all. So it's a blessing that we have the water we have here. And uh, it, to me, it's a sacred thing that we need to take very good care of. Our lives depend on it. Thank you. This water represents for me uh, the water from the stream where I was baptized when I was homeless several years ago. Um, and um, my blessing I offer to the community is the ability to walk towards the unknown with courage and serenity. And I'm grateful to be able to take part of this today. Thank you. This water to me represents the divine feminine. I ask for the blessing of ourselves, our families, our community, and our planet to become in balance again with the divine feminine and the divine masculine.
when Ariana asked us to think about how we've changed, uh, I've been pondering that. And um, it's been an interesting year. In, uh, we've had all the hot and dry weather early, and then we had the rains, and now we're moving into uh, a beautiful fall. And I think that that evolution of differences is part of what I've experienced a lot. Um, this water, uh, Charla and I walk often in Rockledge Ranch over by the garden here, and it comes from the springs that are there. And the thing that it reminds me of is I go there to open my heart and be with nature and be with whatever shows up. And uh, that's certainly uh, the thing I bring to unity as, as an open heart. And within that is, a, a, there's a symbol in here that I didn't even notice when we picked it, but there's a tiny little bloom that's less than a quarter inch in diameter that's floating around that's maintained its perfection since uh, for 15 hours or whatever it might be, but I bet it would stay there forever and maybe it'll stay. I know, all I know the water is boiled, by the way, but um, it's, it's representative of what's available as we open up our hearts. Everything stays in perfection. So I bring that today. dedicate this water to uh, the power to renew, the power to cleanse, and uh, the power of love and Mother Earth. So uh, I would, uh, we are one, and I would remind you that this water molecule is made of hydrogen and oxygen, and hydrogen is what fuels the sun, and oxygen is what we breathe with every breath. So I tend to come in on this day bringing waters from some place across the earth somewhere. And part of that, I think, is tied a bit to ego, if I were to be really honest about that, to kind of impress you on where we've been and what we've gathered along our ways. Um, so this morning, as I was, I, mean, I was intending to kind of do some of that, looking at my shelf at the house and see which one of these elixirs I was going to bring and dazzle you all with, I 
left the house, came to the church, and go, oh my gosh, I don't have any water with me. And it's like, you know what? I actually do. And anybody who knows me, I carry a water bottle of some sort with me everywhere, no matter where it is, no matter if I'm presenting some national conference somewhere or sitting in my backyard, I've always got water with me. And so this is, I guess the representation for me is that we always have what we need right with us and not to be looking out there for that thing that is already with us. I'm not going to give you all of it, though. So these, uh, these words that we've shared will be posted. You'll, you'll be able to go to our, our uh, Facebook page and you'll be able to listen to them. And I say that to you because the same thing that happened here will happen at our 11 o'clock service. And then we'll bless this water. And, and through the week it will be uh, boiled and put into a container in my office. I have a a big picture in my office where this holy water lives. And so you may find that you have something you would like to bless. So you are always able to come back here with a little bottle or a little container and take some of this holy water with you. Uh, so you can look for that. That'll be in place by next weekend. And it's each year I'm, I, I sit down here as, as we talk and I think to myself, you guys have so much to say in so just a short few words. There's such, such wisdom and such open-heartedness that happens here. And it's not always easy to walk up here and do that. You know, almost every year we have someone who's brand new who's never been here, who feels safe enough to walk up. And almost every year we have somebody who's been here as long as anybody can remember who carries forward all of the people who've, who have been here all these years. And the, the connection of this community grows. And so I'm, I'm just remarkably grateful. And I want to invite you now to close your eyes for a moment. And anyone who did not feel comfortable walking forward I want to simply invite you to take this couple of seconds in the silence to make your own blessing, and the rest of us will simply hold space for that. Thank you. I'm going to pour water for all of those blessings and I am going to also pour water for Vashti who is somewhere around here and that is, she's, is she out in the hallway? Vashti is the teeny tiny little sweet child voice that you've been hearing and uh, she's with her dad Josh. I want to pour water for Vashti because that voice and the voice of children bring us back to our unique center 
as our connected child self. And so I want to pour for her for the voice of mischief and magic that comes to all of us when we remember our most innocent place. So thank you for today. Let's say that blessing again, shall we? Eyes of compassion, compassion. observing sentient beings, beings. assemble an ocean of blessings blessings. beyond measure. And so it is. I wasn't looking at the clock, Connie, but that's probably a good idea. Okay, I have a couple of quick announcements, and we'll move through this last few minutes relatively quickly. Uh, First of all, we have six spaces left in our Come Home to Unity retreat, which is really pretty remarkable. I asked for extra spaces. So if you... If you have been thinking about wanting to come with us to Unity Village, the 20th to the 24th of September, today is the last day to reserve your space. We have only six spaces left. So please talk to Larkin afterwards if that's something that you want to do. If if you have questions about what we're going to do there, come and see me in between services, and I'll share with you a little bit about it. This coming Wednesday, Kirtan is back. If you haven't had the chance to be here during our Kirtan, it's really unique and very, uh, very special. Kirtan is a, is a chanting practice, and ours is community-led, which means that a variety of people come together and offer each other different chants and chant together and um, build a particular kind of loving energy for this community, a, an energy of loving kindness. And so you are welcome to come. It's open to people of all ages uh, and very moving. It's a very moving practice. So if you're looking for something that helps you get out of where you tend to stop yourself and moves you deeper to your, your place of feeling and knowing, Kirtan is a really good place to do that. And we have Kirtan on Wednesday uh, at 6.30 right here in this room. So if that sounds good to you, put that on your calendar. Next weekend, so my favorite of all music, all music, my favorite instrument of all is violin. And I didn't realize that I didn't learn that until I was in Hungary and had a gypsy band playing over my shoulder. And I couldn't talk because the instrument was just so beautiful. It just took my breath away. Next week, we have a violin concert. It is the music of Tai Chi Gung that is being played through the violin. And that is going to happen here next Friday night at uh, 7 o'clock. The suggested donation is $10, but don't not come. If you want to make a greater donation, you can. If you want to make a lesser donation, you can. But the suggested donation is 10 o'clock. And I hope you'll join me. I'll send out a note about that. The same gentleman who's offering that, Dr. David, will be offering Tai Chi Gung class here on Saturday. Is that right? Let me go back and make sure that David Paul, make sure that I have my class. Yes, Saturday from um, 10 to 12. 
And then he's doing a course for the elementary students um, from one to two, a Tai Chi class for students. So, aha, okay, good that you're here to correct that. <laughs> Thank you. So music class for kids. So kids, grandkids, bring them with you. It will be a, a really beautiful time together. Again, practices that take us into a different way of connecting. So all of that information will go out in the e-bulletin for next week. Unity Art Circle is next week at 10 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. And Mother Drum Circle for Women next Saturday in Fellowship Hall from 7 to 9. I have one other favor to ask you, and that is this. If you go to our Facebook page, and I know that a lot of you do, because we get a count of how many people go to our Facebook page looking for information and staying abreast of what we're doing. And that's a good place to go because you'll get in kind of individual daily accounts of what's coming up so you can remember. If you go to our Facebook page at the very top of the page is an opportunity for you to offer a review. And I want to ask you to do that. And the reason is it helps people to, when, when they go online looking for a community, the more reviews we have, the farther up the list we show up on the page, the more quickly people can find us and find out what we're about because it takes them to our Facebook page and then they have the chance to hear why you are here, to see on that page what it is that you appreciate about this community. So the next time you're on Facebook, if you would take the opportunity to go ahead and, and offer a review, I would be really grateful for your time to do that. We're going to go into a quick time of giving. Um, while I was at this retreat, one of the women who was there brought her husband. And her husband had Alzheimer's. And we sat outside in this beautiful meadow in meditation and uh, listened to some acoustic guitar during that time. And sometime during that meditation, he stood up and walked away. And... Um, uh, going off into 150,000 acres of Carson National Forest as a man with Alzheimer's. And so we had a group of people who came in from search and rescue. And he was lost about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and they found him 7 o'clock the next morning, about 7 miles away. He had continued to walk and found a road and for some reason stayed on the road. Um, what strikes me about it and what I would like you to hold in your hearts in this time of, of generosity and abundance is the gift that comes when a, when a community holds space for the right outcome. Most of us who were there, there were about 50 of us there. Most of us who were at the retreat were up most of the night holding space for safety and uh, clear vision and uh, compassion and that the finding of him would be the right outcome, the outcome of health and well-being. And so I really have a very strong gut sense that the energy of that community helped him through the night. And it always reminds me of the strength and, and energy of this community when we join intentionally towards any purpose. So let us, as we go into our time of giving, let us remember that we give together that it is the sum total of who we are that creates our impact in the world and that we give in many different ways of our time, our talent, our treasure, 
our intention and our prayer. So let us be grateful for all of that. Hold in our hands either the energy or whatever it is that we are giving and let's speak our affirmation of abundance together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive.